people like people like games. episode 34 of people like games as you know i'm solo and i'm lilo and this is the show as per usual we got to get through these plugs initially because it's important to keep the people informed about uh how to grow the brand uh yeah we want to grow a podcast ladies and gentlemen yeah, so you gotta exactly. uh Help us out. Help us come, out. Come join us. Come, come get Hit some us views up. Find for us, us on and all that stuff. Twitter at People Like Games, and you can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, everywhere but Spotify and fucking title. As per Spotify. usual, uh, we'll get there eventually. Uh, so that's not too much of a worry. But what can you do? What can you do? As you guys may recall, we did end up moving to once a week, and although last week's episode ended up being on a Friday, we are sort of maybe <laughs> thinking about keeping it on Wednesdays moving forward. Give us some feedback. What's your preferred day? Uh, I think Friday might be interesting because people might be willing to listen to content like that over the weekend or they may prefer it during the week potentially uh, over commutes etc so hit us up let us fucking yeah, know let us know you what know? you think we're, we're here in service we're here in service so you know we want to give you the news exactly. that you need to hear in the gaming community and whatever we want you to hear but that's cool that's cool too. basically basically the right. unstated agreement what do we got for them this week uh I guess so. This week we're going to talk about quick scope, like we normally do. Uh, we are going to do a quick little rumor mill, followed by the rant of the week by Solo, because uh, we didn't really have that much in terms of rumor for this week to go and for. And uh, yes, yeah, my Solo rant is to go going to be not a rant. It is actually going to be Solo toots his own horn because true. Based true. on the story we called last week, it might be more interesting to say I was right what I said was going to happen is happening and it's only going to increase like dominoes it goes down the line uh, followed that the uh, solo toots his own horn whatever segment we're going to call that it's an iterative process iterative, uh, iterative. we're going to go into the game spotlight followed by our final lap topic which is just talk about single player campaigns and how we feel about them touched on it last week a little bit but uh, we'll get more into that and really talk about whether or not we as fans would like to see single player campaigns move out or stay in. I think Sol and I are on the opposite ends of those spectrums, so it'll be good little good little chat. So without further ado, let's get into some quick scope uh, in non new news, but news to everybody else. And not new patches dropped. News. Not breaking news. I mean, everyone is familiar with this topic already. Season four has officially arrived on Fortnite today. Uh, if you go ahead and download it, you'll see that it's about a two and a half gig patch. And yeah, sort of uh, feel free. Uh, the whole Tilted Towers theory. Right. 
I actually I haven't played the game myself, so I'm excited to do that. I actually downloaded Fortnite update on both my Xbox and the PC so that I can get a little run in after uh, after we give you the news and let you know how the new patch is. Yeah, it's essentially what it yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but I, I also have a sense that Lilo is a liar and he's going to go to bed because he's not down to ride. He's not down to ride like that. But nah, it's it's when you gotta carry somebody that it just gets so tired. Yeah, you I know. know. It's the just amount, like you can't last do time we played, else. the amount of times this kid would get down, I was like, "Come on, man! I'm only so good at building. How can I save you and build only and so fight good. these people off?" But I'm down All to right. try it. What else we got? Uh, but speaking <laughs> of tomorrow, when we'll actually end up playing a little bit, Red Dead Redemption Two is getting a new trailer tomorrow at. 11 a.m. Eastern Time, so you could be listening to this show and then watch a little bit of Red Dead. Looks awesome. Can't wait to play it. Dude, Rockstar is going to make so much fucking money off this game. It's absurd. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Look out for the trailer because they're like essentially ranking up the hype before E3 when they come out with like gameplay and shit like that. Everything that you're going to yeah, see. Yeah, so. exactly. 100%. And I plan to buy it and it's going to be, uh, I mean, obviously, definitively a game of the year contender, but eh, we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I plan to buy it. It's going to be dope. <laughs> it is going to be pretty sweet. Um, so while you're watching Red Dead, another news, you can uh, also... Well, you can, you're going to watch Red Dead tomorrow. That's going to be cool. Another news, Twitch is uh, making some big moves by essentially uh, <clears throat> teaming up with the NFL. All your NFL Thursday night games are coming to Twitch, and that's fucking crazy to me. I was telling Solo that I just think we're going to have an influx of viewers on Twitch that never would have been part of the market before. You have this, this like, essentially millions of Americans that aren't really too many gamer fans. They just love old-fashioned American football because it is the American sport or one of the American sports like baseball. And you're going to have these like hardcore fans having to watch their fucking football on Thursday nights on a platform that is primarily used for video games and they're going to see all this stuff on the main menu and all that. It's going to be it's going to be really cool and really funny, but big moves. It's big NBA moves. playoff. No one gives a shit about the NFL. <laughs> Anywho, all right. speaking of more interesting topics and a shockingly good deal, the Oculus Go, uh, the mobile headset that was announced last fall, is available for $200. That's for a 32 gigabyte version and 64 gig is 250. Sort of cool. Also slightly expensive for a companion piece to your device. I don't think there is anything particularly strong enough to merit that. I feel like the game that I've not gotten really a chance to play, but like a Hogwarts mystery game, like if they made mm-hmm. that in VR and it was like pay 250 for a headset where you'd get that optimal experience, I feel like that's better off for a console. Nintendo Switch, come out with a Harry Potter game. It'd be dope as fuck. Anyway. Hell yeah. Moving on. Moving on. All right. Get your Oculus Moving on to other video game news. Stardew Valley. Any fans of those farming genre games? Those, uh, Those essentially 2D games that are just 
amazing at cultivating your time your, uh, <laughs> childhood dreams yeah truly really, seriously farming that, that, your time that, that, like you just really invest it. so much stupid time in this this goddamn game but uh stardew valley has been a it's a huge success stardew valley 2 specifically has been a huge success i know we have several friends that currently still play it and uh, they've just come out with multiplayer which allows you to do more you know you're Rich. gonna have up to four people on the same farm all living together and yeah i mean yeah, I you don't know what stardew valley is check it out but it's yeah, just it's a cool game the guy who it's a life simulator it, yeah. essentially it's a farm simulator Go ahead. uh yeah the guy who single-handedly created i forget his name but regardless um i actually plan to start farming soon i have a little backyard i got spot my till up soon <laughs> break down plant some ve- plant wait, some wait, veggies are we talking real life or fake life real, real, life, life, or real fake life? life real oh, life oh shit spend that time yeah yeah, yeah. Got that garden patch in the backyard, right? Like a better way to, yeah. It's a, it's a great contrast. Be sure to get at least thirty minutes of exercise a day. It's good for your mental health. It's good for your body. It's good for your mind. Solid. Uh, but and uh, if you don't, just get it in Stardew Valley yes, with other friends. Exactly. Play together. It is the same exact go. thing, but. Anywho, anywho, on to some sort of funny but sad but interesting but, I don't know, interesting news. Uh, If you guys recall, uh, a couple of weeks back we had covered a story about how Valve had removed the data on own games from user profiles uh, and how that had basically shut down a, I guess, companion website uh steam spy which was basically a, a large-scale database of games own hours played etc basically data and information on steam games and once that uh information flow ended up being closed off the founder sergey galyanakin galyanakin Galienkin. Galienkin. <laughs> oh, got it. I got it. I got it. We, Galienkin. We it I, just mis- I just misread we that one. We fucked it up. Because um, then I looked at his first name and I looked at all the Ys, but then I got it. Uh, but regardless, um, he's bringing the website back after having initially shuttered it. He is trying to create a new algorithm, but even by his own admission, it's not very accurate at the moment, which would make sense because he doesn't have data. And what little data he has he has to sort of create a projected or you know database that he's inferring statistics he does, with machine yeah. learning algorithms uh, quote unquote and, and and that is going to fold nothing if he doesn't have the proper data to input but he did contact the company about potentially opening up the data uh, specifically to uh, steam spy instead of making it openly available they're not going to do it, but... I mean, what's cool is that if you go to Steam Spy, because it's up and running and you can still see the website, uh, people are tweeting at it and tweeting at Steam Spy, and developers of games have already corroborated their data with his and said that his algorithm is actually accurate for certain games. It is, like, extremely accurate for certain games, but uh, we don't know on a bigger scale, a bigger sample size, because Steam has obviously withheld all that information. So, unless the devs decide to give it out, they won't really know. In the meantime, he's working on it. That's pretty cool. Very true. Very true. Alright. Anyway. You got anything else? uh, Yes. um, That reminds me. Don't forget to subscribe 
iTunes. Google. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, good. Solid plug, solid plug. Please subscribe. Please subscribe because it means that we might potentially, eventually, one day, far in the future, make a profit and turn those and profits into video game experiences to share with you. Into an official endorsement. Yeah, exactly. It's really what we want. We want official endorsements. We want but official endorsements. This is an official endorsement by us for FIFA Soccer. Okay, this is uh, this is funny. We talk, covered a topic last week about Pro Evolution Sports and how um, the UEFA oh, is officially, you know. <laughs> That's true. We didn't get that data set. Um, we lied, but we'll try no, again. Bar, bar, that data is not circumstances. We're going to come back with it next week, but continue right. on. We can actually literally go on Steam Spy and see, see if that data is there. But uh, anyway, uh, UEFA has unpartnered with Konami, who made Pro Evolution Sports. Separately, FIFA's making moves where they're actually implementing the World Cup update into FIFA 18. So instead of making an t- entirely separate game, which they've done in the past for World Cup years, they're actually just doing a FIFA 18 World Cup Genius. version that you're going to download yeah, separately. Um, I mean, it's a, it's it, essentially it a patch. You're doing anything? a patch to the game. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's free. If it's free, that's what I gathered. Cool. Yeah, it's coming out on May 29th, and you're gonna be able to play all 32 teams, uh, I'm gonna go world buy teams. FIFA tomorrow. Honestly, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, I haven't played FIFA. I haven't played FIFA since 2017, and I didn't even touch 2018. But like, it's because it got so like, I got too good at the game, oh, wow, and wow, then wow, wow, I got so wow, frustrated. Wow. Dude, Division One, guy. man, come see me. Oh. Come see me, bro. Watch out for this anyway. guy. Watch out for this guy. So, I gotta get him. FIFA's making moves and is establishing itself as the go-to soccer video game in the world. Got him with that you talking sports. that shit. That's, uh, that's what are you saying? I can hear you. I'm just saying video. FIFA has further solidified itself as the go-to soccer game. Yeah, and, and I think that you sort agree. of touches on what we had sort of exclusively thought about, which is the World Cup's throwing in with them, and eventually they'll start doing sort of UEFA-specific patches as well. It'll be cool. I like it. I, 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 I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Ideally, even though I said I wish there was competition in the marketplace, um... I'm going to go buy FIFA tomorrow. So. <laughs> Who am I to say that? And I thought it got a little old, but now World Cup FIFA time, like, you got to jump in. Even though the U.S. isn't in World it. World Cup is Who so exciting. For? It's awesome. Yeah. It's going to be. Oh, wait. Like yeah. me specifically? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be rooting for uh, Spain. Spain. Spain got demolished last World yeah, Cup. They did. And I want them to redeem themselves. I agree. So, yeah. 28. 2008 team was solid, but 2018 solid. 2008. That is a proper way to say it. Okay. Excuse you, bruh. Excuse you, bruh. But anyway, speaking of something entirely unrelated to the topic that we were just speaking about, Nintendo uh, and its president say that. Uh, or its company president, uh, Tatsumi Kimishima, say that they have not yet achieved satisfactory profit on uh, mobile. Uh, Makes sense. Uh, According to them, Super Mario Run has still 20 million monthly active users, and it's still getting downloaded. I think people are just getting sort of accustomed to the idea of gaming, but according to them, between that and Animal Crossing, Pocket Camp, they felt like they could have made more money, but I think that that is just different revenue models for those games in comparison to something like Fire Emblem Heroes and Pokemon Go, which 
you have a bankroll in Pokemon Go. You don't really got to worry about these other ones. Like, there's still a shitload of people playing Pokemon Go. I just, like, am finding this out. Like, I'll be walking around looking at people on their phones and, like, catching Pokemon. I'm like... Dude... They've been. We talked about introducing the raids, introducing the party system. Try, everyone's trying to get Mew right now. Like that's the big deal. You can do quests alone or together. There's a lot of fucking content that we just we stopped playing. I stopped yeah. playing after the first two weeks, yeah. essentially. Gen- the first two weeks, and I was yeah. done. But then now but it's just like, and it's like M, like any MMO. You add late game content and expansions. It's like every WoW expansion, you but see a spike in people that come back. Mobile. Yeah, no, it is interesting and to see on mobile, obviously but like, Pokemon Go changed the whole scene. It was yeah. pretty sweet. I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 to them, I guess, I hope for Nintendo, which, you know, speaking of them and, and for mobile as well, they're actually going to be partnering with a Japanese company uh, and studio, Sai Games, to create uh, exclusive uh, IP for the mobile. I hope, which is crazy. Which is crazy. I hope that Nintendo doesn't think that they have to create just a bunch of new properties for mobile instead of adapting some of what they have in their major lineups. Like if they did a, a proper mobile Zelda, say, like it'd be a banger. Everyone would buy it. There's so much they could do. There's so much potential in mobile. I, exactly. They have. They have so much. So much IP, like we're saying, that why not just add to it? They have the ability to do whatever the fuck they want. People are going to buy it because of the Nintendo name anyway. It's just smart, and maybe they're trying to develop, like, a different framework for mobile profits that you just talked about by going with their own, like, yeah. IP. And Mario like, Kart. this IP uh, on mobile is it's crazy. It's coming out in the That's next That's true, yeah, Mario Kart's so going to come out. They got, they're doing a whole bunch of shit. They're probably they're just going to do blanket I'm everything. I'm still waiting to get yeah. a Switch, so... It's interesting how he's trying to frame not making enough money or not living up to their own expectations. Yeah. Which either shows how high those expectations are or we just don't see behind the scenes how much money they spent on developing these things. They spent shit all on developing these things. But but really, in comparison to the amount of money they're raking in, I think what it really comes down to is they have to look at... Their own expectations? No. (laughs) Satisfactory means how much of a potential does this uh, market really have to remember that we when we spoke about Nintendo we talked about how the Switch has taken the revenue stream of handheld and the console market merged and it. merged it and therefore they're going to have to branch into mobile and studio and film etc television shows uh, with their IP but by going into mobile that's where Satisfactory comes in you know they were making you know a lot of money in the handheld market they're they're the primary they are the handheld market <laughs> I don't know what else I was is thinking, there's no I was saying else. it I was like and and, and Nintendo, no it's just Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo DS <laughs> and uh, 3DS <laughs> and the XL and the 2D and the Game Boy oh shit what are they and, oh they're all Nintendo they'll, shit. they'll phase that shit out pull the switch and as, a mo- as mobile becomes more pertinent they just need to make sure they can get enough money there's zero doubt in my mind that they can make enough money to make the changeover but they're just figuring out the revenue model yeah, yeah i hear you we'll see all right staying in the asian market we're going to talk about a different group our favorite it's these chinese people our favorite topic is essentially you know who it is it's all about tencent and the moves they're making in china oh yeah specifically oh yeah but with the before that i just want to talk about like coin. tencent tax the Dude, Tencent is. (laughs) I was gonna say, yeah, Tencent is making mad moves, but part of the moves they're making on is relates to uh, PUBG. 
PUBG in China specifically has been, you know, hunting down these suspects, aka all those people that are responsible for hacking and uh, cheating programs. All these things. It's uh, it's kind of crazy. You had 15 suspected hackers in China that were arrested, who had developed hack programs, hosted marketplaces for hack program. For, I can't even speak. Hosted marketplaces for hack programs, brokering transactions, and uh, they've all been fined approximately a total of 5.1 million U.S. dollars, which is a shit ton of money if you think about it for someone who's just like probably dicking around with some code and wanted to make the game fun for some other people, but. PUBG is trying to crack down on that cheating scene so they can make it more of a official game. You get into esports, you see all the moves they're making with the tournaments and whatnot. And Tencent has been recognizing this and they want a bigger piece of the pie. Why? Tencent has uh, wanted to, rather, take a larger ownership stake in PUBG in the developer Bluehole. Bluehole is actually based out of South Korea, and so right now they have approximately 10% of their ownership, but they want to bump it up so that they'll be the second highest owner in the company. And it's kind of uh, incredible if you think about it. PUBG in the Battle Royale genre has seen the marketplace explode, as we know. It started the whole Battle Royale scene, in our opinions, for sure. Man. And in less than a year, I was going to say, Bluehole has gone from no name to one of the top five grossing companies in South Korea. And that's just in one year. Just think about that. So Tencent's trying to ride that train and I don't know. What do you think? I think that How do you feel about PUBG, Tencent making these moves? If you think about the amount of money that they, they put into PUBG relative to what they're doing with Fortnite, means to me that the PUBG style of game is far more popular okay. in yeah. <laughs> in uh, in China than is the cartoony graphics of Fortnite, which is interesting. Well, they haven't released it yet. They, they haven't, haven't released, released it yet. Fair, fair, fair. Well, fair, 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 fair. So they do own both, they, and yeah. to see them take a larger investment in this, Tencent is smart. Uh, this is hilarious. We literally covered on Friday Tencent putting in X amount of money, or that they fifteen twenty million for Fortnite, and now they're <laughs> investing more to buy pub. So. All the cards, man. They just play all. But Dude, if you've got like wild cards essentially, and you can just throw wilds down on Uno and like get everything or whatever the fuck game you want to play, they're just. They have the money. They have the, the big ass biggest market that everyone wants to be part of. Why not get a piece of that pie, man? And be the Try one to, to bring it to the market. Control that. To control that steady stream. It's just, just so smart. So smart. Straight up. Love it. Love, love the ten right. cents, but stay, staying on the, uh, moving on to our next story, but staying in the international scene because we think global here. We're 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 global peoples, but regardless, uh, in the week that we did take off, a little story had been published about the fact that a esports dedicated uh, stadium was being built in Dubai and now following up on that news uh, and we weren't able to cover that because obviously we weren't on but now the Saudi Arabia has also announced its first ever esports league I think it is it's being established by the Saudi Arabian Federation for electronic and intellectual sports it's pretty interesting. This is on the heels of a FIFA 18 tournament that they did, which was uh, a competition for a prize pool of 100,000 and two spots at the upcoming FIFA 18 Global Series qualifiers. 
I think that personally Dubai is a sort of international pole, so it would not surprise me if that's a sort of popular destination, uh, sort of a tax haven, good money, etc. So, dude, they just have so much fucking so much money, money, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. That oil money, hell yeah, mm. it makes sense. Plus, they're they're what did they do? That's Manchester City. If anyone remembers. Well, I was going to say, right? Exactly. They bought Manchester City, but like they're huge into the football world, as the rest of the world calls it. You know that they have the money to host the World Cup and kill millions, or sorry, not millions, kill thousands of slaves, essentially, while making these things, and no one's going to do anything because they have so much money to throw at the problem. Yeah, basically. They just, they're just trying to bring all that stuff in it's just it's but just they're smart they're, they're, they're basically Arabia, setting themselves Dubai, up as a technological hub and because they have that mm-hmm. ability of new buildings new money etc it's a draw for international tournaments like i will not be surprised whatsoever at all especially because there's so many international players to see a esl or overwatch tournament something etc in dubai within a year calling that now anyway yeah but like what race are most of those international players? Uh, I would say you're, oh. you You could say Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike's the most obvious one to me. That becomes number one. Okay. I was going to say, hey, they're Korean, okay? Just because I'm thinking of Overwatch specifically, but yeah. It's, it's, but Overwatch you know, has its own international There are a whole bunch of other people. Yeah, yeah, they, they already got it. And Blizzard's not going to... I don't know. Blizzard might not do that, but we'll see. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? But anyway... Uh, All right. Boy, time for Moving me, on right? to some. Si- <laughs> Don't worry, you can gloat all you want oh. later. Okay, you just you just do that. Oh, that's true. That's true. But I gotta call my shots, then hit yeah. them, then gloat again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got uh, some sad news for anybody who's a fan of the Halo genre. Microsoft has officially released some. Uh, takedown notices for the El Adireto mod that has been released and is very popular on Twitch right now. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, for anyone who was actually watching it, Halo Online, well, let's go back. This mod was created from source code that was written for Halo Online, which was supposed to be a Russian-only game that brought the Xbox Halo original onto PC. It was officially stalled in 2016, but... The source code was posted on the internet, and some people made it into this mod that you could play Halo on PC, and it was supposed to be epic. People were watching it on Twitch, but it attracted the ire of Microsoft saying, hey, yo, that's our code. That's that's Halo. You can't just mess around with this as you will. And they're closing down the mod. Sorry. You got to protect your IP. Microsoft is like, we know this is our cash cow. This is our little baby. Halo 6 is going to be coming out eventually in the next 10 years or so. <laughs> right? Fucking Microsoft is so goddamn when, stupid when they're sometimes. Out. Like, just, just, If anything, it's like free PR. That's the way I viewed I, it. And, and they're just like, no, you at, can't do that. I look at it as stupid. goodwill of the community. Goodwill, I was thinking the community was advertising Halo, just saying, we but love this game. I'm, we love I'm this, saying like, to leave it alone would have been goodwill to allow it to exist. Right, yeah, no, yeah. I agree with that. But maybe what they're doing is they issue takedown notices, and then they bring it back later. And they're like, listen, we did it. It has our stamp, but you also have to pay for it. Boom, Microsoft wins, because people are going to pay for it, and they're still going to have it out there yeah, for the fans. Yeah, but it's just sort of yeah. like whack to see, like, yo, Microsoft isn't doing too hot. We're going to cover this yeah. in the upcoming weeks. 
closer to June as E3 approaches how Microsoft has shit all to show for its big stage moment and that's going to be sort of embarrassing I think the console market has been officially taken over by PlayStation and the Switch after getting a PS4 I can adamantly and fervently say I really really fucking enjoy it I think it's infinitely preferable um, you enjoyed it. It's not infinitely preferable. You can't say that because as soon as Halo comes out, we're going to hear Solo say, I want to buy an Xbox. So well, I, I still have an Xbox. You still have your Xbox. Yeah. Exactly. But you can't say it's infinitely. I do. You I can't say infinitely it, but it comes in waves, man. I realize that there it's coming was in waves. a lot more exclusives on PlayStation that I'd be interested in sort of playing than I would for Microsoft because some of those initial ex- other than Halo there's not really a it's, series it's for different experiences man like you bought a PS4 why because you want to play single player games aka that we're going to cover later but fucking Spider-Man and God of War versus going to Xbox and playing Halo with friends and playing FIFA with friends and playing other games with people like you're going into the systems for different reasons and it's a whole new ball game but you can't say it's infinitely more exciting why because Xbox is still pretty dope they're just Microsoft is upsetting is it though Microsoft has dropped the ball is it though yeah is it though it is it's still pretty cool I think I think you know it's true I don't think so search your feelings I don't think you so. know it's I, true I, I, I was uh I was a big I was a big one on Microsoft for quite a bit and they have not really shown any inkling of having any sort of game worth playing coming out of their pipeline in the next two years. And any games that are coming out from Red Dead Dude, two years. That's Red a Dead, long time. Kingdom Hearts, etc. All of those games are okay, two years is harsh. One year. I'll say in the next year. <laughs> Fair enough. In the next also, year. Also, E3 is coming up, so we'll see. E3 is coming up. Uh, well, let's talk about it then. We've already given them too much time. Too much I time. I hate Microsoft these days. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair statement. Yeah, That's exactly, an opinion. But That's fine. Speaking of one conglomerate to the next, let's talk a little bit for our next story about how Activision Blizzard had more monthly active users than the population of the U.S. I want to say that number is slightly uh, inflated. However, that goes across all of Blizzard's titles and includes Destiny 2 as well. With that number in mind, I would not be surprised to see 385 as a peak uh, if you think globally, uh, the number of gamers and the... That's just for Blizzard, though, and that's actually impressive. In one month, like, that's fucking crazy. Getting these kids from all over the world playing all of Blizzard's IPs. Yeah, that's a monthly active user account. Right. Isn't that, like, ridiculous? I mean, (laughs) Fortnite is doing showing showing signs of, of, of continuing like that as well. Like, we're only going to see all of these records continue to get shattered. Like, gaming is the new it thing. Four people. Because internet's the new standard. It's pretty much internet is going to be standard across every uh, like that's a, you know it's like a what do they consider it a utility right that's what they want to do the FCC and all yeah, that shit. it should be considered a utility because you need yeah. it and to survive in this technological world that we have you have to get access to the internet what do you come what comes with the internet communication and video games yeah. and just interactivity all that shit yeah that's cool so that that's pretty impressive all in all 
uh, by them. Uh, but they're 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 smart uh, decision makers. But they'll get they're, they're gonna get in trouble pretty soon anyway. So what can you do? I don't know what you mean by that, but I'm gonna take the Blizzard topic and roll with it and say that Blizzard is making more smart moves by. You know, taking a page out of Bethesda's book, which is interesting, and they're selling community-made maps for StarCraft II Arcade. Uh, anyone who's been a fan of the RTS genre, you know that Warcraft and StarCraft essentially started it all, and they had the ability to, for the community to make maps, but now they're introducing the ability for the community to make maps, and those maps are voted upon, and those best, the very best and the most popular of community maps can then be monetized for the creator and also for Blizzard. That's pretty sweet. I mean, it just means that those... I think it's a smart move by Blizzard to have creative content that the, you know, the people have created and bringing that, folding that back in, showing that you do approve of the content, but also taking advantage of the popularity and, I don't know, it's a smart business decision, but it's also pretty cool for people who have made maps and, like, dedicate their lives to, oh my god, I want to make the coolest and best map I could, and giving them props and giving them a way to make money. That's pretty much, I don't know. Pretty sweet. Yeah, uh, These I maps agree. are gonna be selling um, for five bucks a piece. I think I think having a uh, community uh, sort of organized con- uh, ma- having community uh, maps, I guess, is about community build maps, content, community content, and then being able to monetize the best of them is something that's really smart. Uh, this is what I meant by how you work with the community. Uh, Microsoft or Microsoft, fuck a Microsoft, uh, to work and give some of the consumers something you wouldn't traditionally. But anyway, I got no complaints. I think it's a smart move. There's a reason Blizzard has as many people as they want, as they do have, yep. rather. But anyway, now right. wrapping up quick scope uh, and moving on to. The rumor mill, aka for this week, annexed by yours truly for. Wait, and next? What the fuck do you mean, and next? No, no, I didn't say and next. You can't do two weeks in a row. I didn't say and next. Oh, yeah, you, I, it sounded like you just said and no, no, next. No. Like, for no, no, this no. week said, and for next week. I'm like, whoa, 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 no, no. whoa, whoa. We're only and doing I said, this one week. I said annexed. Oh, annexed. Yeah, okay. So. As in, yeah. it's seated. As okay, in I got all you. your you bases of it. for Annex. this week are mine. And therefore, I'm going to be tooting my own horn. But first, take it away, Lilo. Alright, we do have one rumor, and this is actually very interesting. Something that I want you guys to think about and let us know how you feel. Blizzard has been advertising... Okay, speaking of smart moves, Blizzard has been advertising for a job position that has an unannounced title associated with it. So it's not specific to Overwatch. It's not specific to any other game that we know. But this is apparently normally what happens when they are working on a new project and they like to keep it under wraps. Um, Specifically, let's look at uh, what this article says. Yeah. Blizzard apparently, quote-unquote, often hires for projects that it's working on in the side. Uh, The company is looking for someone with five years' experience in the video game industry with experience developing, designing, and completing AAA game titles. It's also looking for someone who can act as a player advocate to ensure the highest level of usability, playability, and visual excitement. Rumor. Do you think it, like, I don't know, do you think it has to do with Overwatch and any new characters? I think it has to do with the new game because 
you it think it's a brand new game? It was part of that article oh, in what we were just mentioning with the numbers. It was part of the Q4 statement and how a potential new game would help them push those numbers to, like, an untouchable realm. It would make them sort of, like... Dude, that's so crazy. So, I, I can't even imagine what kind of shooter they come out with. Because, like, they, I, they have the team-based shooter and, like... A traditional. Maybe they're going with a normal shooter? Yeah. Yeah, just, like, exactly. A traditional, fun, Halo-style shooter where the, everyone's yeah. evil. Uh, equal, rather. Yeah. Maybe they're coming out, let me guess, their own Battle Royale. Timeout. That's probably exactly what it is. Dude, they're probably coming out with their own Battle Royale. Paladins is not Blizzard. It's like the free-to-play, cheap, cheapened version of Blizzard. I think that that could be the direction. That'd be crazy. Blizzard coming I out. I mean, with that I shit. can't, I can't oh, disagree. Uh, I, I don't see Blizzard being a trend rider, which is a thing. But at the same time, they may think that it's a legitimate field, and therefore, they could, yeah, they could yeah. say that. Think that's. I'm not gonna say Battle Royale doesn't stay. have a future. Uh, at all, but um, it's really dependent on how it's executed and how it's sort of I don't know how how it's going to be played out by the people involved. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's a juicy rumor though. I like that. That was was a good one because you're you're thinking like, they already have Overwatch. What else do they need? They need more. What are they going to go like? Why wouldn't they? they I guess so. They want more games. I personally want like Warcraft 4 to come out. I was thinking about this today, which was uh, how a season four came out today, right? You know what else happened today? Season ten for Overwatch started, but you didn't know. The same season yeah. ten, oh, exactly. Oh, 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 oh. But season but ten, everyone knew. Season, so yeah. that's the thing where the biggest hit to for, to Blizzard to Overwatch and Counter Strike has been by people or to them has been players switching over to Fortnite, and Fortnite has grown popularity. Going over the new hotness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, we 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 talk about this how we sort of lost playing Overwatch continually to switching over and sort of sticking with Fortnite a little bit more often than we would. Interesting. Right. It's interesting how games sort of filter into your playing field. But I'm glad they finally just mapped. This is all unrelated to over to yeah, Blizzard. Yeah, but yeah. Blizzard, as you can tell, uh, between PUBG and all these other things. Makes 100% sense sense for them to get into the field, but... We'll see how that goes. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Anyway. All right. Get on to your rant, on man. On to the rant. Well, on to the toots de my own horns. As we had mentioned in last week's episode, with the decision by uh, the Netherlands and the Dutch Gaming Association on loot boxes and the sort of the penalty they had put down which was that by june 20th they had to either remove or uh change the loot box mechanisms in their games or face a fine or being barred from uh selling the game or prohibited from selling the game however now uh next up belgium has come in and belgium has come down far far harsher so they looked closely at four games battlefront 2 Overwatch, FIFA 18, and yeah, Counter-Strike. And they found that mm-hmm. although the loot box uh, systems can be seen as a game of chance, going back to the definition that the uh, ESA had given to defend loot boxes, that it was like buying a pack of trading cards. You're not going to always get the card you want, but you'll get something. And so 
they said that the lack of protection for players is what's worrying, and it's exactly what I said, that a majority of these players are often minors. Like, yo, you could go look at like something like Twitch, uh, like Ninja's Twitch stream. I guarantee you, like, not 80, 80, 60 to 80% of them are under the age of 17. Just because it, it, the viewership of kids watching is so high, but... Um, they also say that they don't have to necessarily get rid of loot boxes entirely, but they are giving some pretty harsh punishments, which include violations, uh, violations that include prison sentences. Jail time. Jail time. <laughs> Jail time for having loot boxes in your game in Belgium, up to five years, and a fine of 800,000 uh, euro. That's only if they're hosting in Belgium too, though. You know? but st- Who's going to host there? Like, you know what I mean? No one's, no one's see, headquarters you know, is going to... They're going to start... That's where the argument was with uh, Australia, you remember, last week as well, which is that digital goods sold from elsewhere in the markets have to, or, or not have to, are now going to have laws passed that will then affect these game developers who have not previously dealt with this sort of legislation, which gets into the fact mm-hmm. that loot boxes is like just even maybe one piece of where the dominoes comes in because now you have uh the uh european consumer uh norway is actually suing nintendo valve sony and ea as well for breaching european consumer law and this is exactly what we were talking about which is that they said that uh they do not give the option that nintendo specifically which was something we had covered failed to offer consumers the option to cancel software pre-ordered on the eShop, and uh they said that Steam, Origin, and the PlayStation Store did not have the right to withdraw, which is against the law uh, in the EU, which, again, we had mentioned last week, which I keep mentioning that I had mentioned because I'm always goddamn <laughs> right, which is the point of tuning my own goddamn horns. But back to the topic all right, all right. that we were getting to, right, to keep people informed. It just seems like they're covering it. Uh, hey. The right of withdrawal is in the EU law which can, uh, protects consumers, allowing them a refund of purchase up until 14 days after receiving the product, and that's in software, and there's obviously specifics and, I guess, semantics you can argue with the digital product, but if it's unused, you do you should have a right to return, which they didn't give, so now they are suing them for breaching that and are claiming that they either have to make changes or they are going to face levied fines or be prohibited from selling the games in the country. Bring it full circle. Bring it full circle. Who else is involved? Who else is coming out with some gaming laws? The FTC has warned Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft, names that we just heard in three different (laughs) lawsuits, uh, for... uh, having illegal warranty policies um fcc is federal trade commission by the way yeah run by just, the just ever you know. the ever benevolent ajit pai but we, we <laughs> won't talk about him regardless um yeah. they gave them a 30-day deadline to change their policies uh and they said that these companies ex- existing policies are violating a law that companies cannot put repair restrictions on devices they offer a warranty on Xbox One, if you get a third-party repair, you automatically void your warranty. And Sony, you have a warranty voided for move seal on the PlayStation 4s. That's illegal. So if you've done that before and 
these warnings go through, you might be eligible for a warranty trade-in. So use your voice as a consumer. Get a free fucking console. <laughs> well, not a free. You already bought it, technically. But yes, Just, get a replaced console. Well, free, brand new. But yes, as you see, um, the reason we sort of put this in here and even though toot your horn is interesting and even though we will find this type of content boring i find it very i think everyone interesting finds it boring. i'm sure it's gamers i'm sure gamers find it it's interesting as well because it's important to them to have a contextual understanding of what their games mean in the larger world and how they can affect change and that is by hopefully not pushing for legislation. I was hoping that we just stop buying and then they would change the mechanisms themselves, but that doesn't be, seem to be ever going to be the case. It doesn't work like so that. It doesn't work like that. Come hope, on, if you're a big corporation making money, you're not going to do it unless someone dusted, forces you to do it. Dusted aside, I now have the European Union slowly going country to country and increasingly and imposing increasingly harsher penalties on loot box violations. We'll see a major change as we were talking about even before the show. There's legislation we had covered weeks back that's brewing up in Hawaii, but these sorts of stories give more legitimacy and urgency to the case over here. Uh, it could be a it could be a easy PR win for someone as well in the U.S., especially at a time like this. Regardless, um, bad news for gaming companies uh, who have too long sort of had their way without being checked and have sort of mercilessly profited in the past like three to five years on loot boxes and free-to-plays and that type of in-game unchecked purchases that can get people who have addictive tendencies and children who don't know better and there's a wide market without a sort of protective mechanism to i don't know not allow someone to just keep buying something in a row in a row in a row it's overdue it's overdue it is overdue i'll give you that anyway people adults are idiots i, I have no problems calling you an idiot if you're above 18 yes, but i yeah, agree with that we need to protect the kids protect, protect the, kids, the baby. kids baby that's what it said after 18 you're on your own good luck godspeed no one curse <laughs> anyway so i'm uh, i'm hopefully yeah i'm sorry you had to listen to that droning oh, so yeah likes to go oh on. yeah he's a but he's just it a was, little it wasn't for real content upset that your boy is your boy is what your boy is what your boy is tooting his own horn. That's that what he's I, doing. That I am. Uh, that I am. And I can't help right. it. I just get Tooting it. his own horn. And honestly, it seems like as these articles are coming out, it more and more likely, yeah, you're going to see more news about the EU and things that are going on in Europe really into video games. So be on the lookout. And we'll probably hear more of a solo talking. But still, um, I'm going to switch it up from that point that closed up solo tooting his own horn. And we're going to talk about the game Spotlight. <laughs> this week i don't have too much to say about it because it is not released but this game looks fucking epic and if anyone's a fan of platformers and 2d platformers like i am uh, you're gonna be a huge fan of this the game is called planet alpha okay and it is technically a 2.5d game very much similar to rayman i don't know if you've played rayman or uh, the recent one rayman origins but it's a yeah, 2.5D platformer that has you incorporating stealth elements, puzzle elements, just battle elements, and you can actually influence the environment by switching day and night. You're going to be going across through worlds, and I have no other real 
explanation for what it is. It's pretty self-explanatory. However, if you look at the trailers, the game's epic. It's coming out on PS4, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, you... uh, sorry, PS4, PC. PC, PC and Nintendo Switch. So it's coming out on all the major consoles, and I just think that this is something I'm definitely immediately going to buy, especially for my Switch, just so I can bring it on the go. Very much like uh, if anyone's a fan of Inside or any of those games played on Steam, you're going to be a fan of Planet Alpha, I promise you that. Gameplay looks crazy. Um, Have you seen it? Yeah. Have you yeah, watched yeah. the trailer? Yeah, of course. Um, I, I, Do you like platformers? Yeah. I don't it depends know. on the platformer. I don't like the 2D, the whole like retro throwback, let's play 2D ones, but I love something like this where it's sort of incredibly... Dude, it's like interactive 2.5D environment, like 3D environment. Yeah. Going side to side, pretty sweet. You right there? What just yeah. happened? I got a bug on my uh, phone. Solo was just killing his uh, his phone, the, the no. place where we interface with I each other. I had a rolled so up newspaper, and I heard John <laughs> say sound stupid reflectively. <laughs> but no, of regardless, course. Um, of course. it looked really cool. And I got to say, Lilo, you really have a wonderful eye for these this game spotlight. I don't know where you find them, but... Pretty good. You're good. My you're, editor. You're, you're the he's, he's man a good, He's a good editor. Him. You're the man at it. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. dude. I appreciate it. Here, here, here. Anyway, um, as you know, that was Lilo Spotlight. We're going to follow up with that one because it does look gorgeous. Hopefully, we can get all of these creators on the show one day, which we will. We're trying, We're going man. to hopefully start increasing the amount of guests we have coming in June, which I know sounds a lot away, but it's May 2nd, so buck up, son. It's one month. We're going to get it. Anyway... Time for the home stretch, or as we like to call it around here, the final lap. The final lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are going to talk a, about a relatively popular topic. And although we usually like to delve into a bit more uh, obscure, obscure more topics. Um, or, or, or okay. less popular topics or in you know sort of curious angles on popular topics this one we thought even though it's a, a pretty simple template is important um, I do disagree with Lilo's initial uh, 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 was it what would what would be the word I'm looking at initial uh, disclaimer that we would be on opposite sides of the issue the issue being oh. Uh, oh, whether oh. Uh, the emergence uh, or, or, or rather the popularity of games like Far Cry 5 and God of War, Monster Hunter World, um, Assassin's Creed, going back even a couple of months, uh, really speaks to a renaissance of, or rather not even renaissance, of a increased market interest in wanting to buy single player, uh, I guess, campaign story games, story-based games. Um, right. You know, it even relates to, we'll get into Black Ops, but... I sort of agree. I started playing God of War. I'll, I'll be doing the God of War, the PLG God of War review um, eventually. Wait for it in five months. In five months. Don't worry. <laughs> You'll have it five well, months I'm going to get her, I'm oh, gonna have God. it done by the time the sequel's out. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Yeah. But That's a good goal. I would, I would take that goal. I, know, I, know, I goal. respect that. I'm going to release it the day before sequel, and then I'll just do that for each one. <laughs> And just be like, I told you, I, I was right. You. I told you, Dude, I did. Yeah, it only took me four years. <laughs> five four years. five minutes later, five hours oh, later, man. I'll be there. Five minutes. 
but regardless of uh, yeah so how do you feel about single player campaigns and are you a fan of them in general do you like them one thing uh, hurts. do you like the direction that companies think they're going in I want to say the cost is difficult to bear because if the amount of hours I'd be putting in because this this is where the calculus comes in because if I were if I had to spend 60 bucks on Fortnite I might have depending on how many friends were playing how you know what I mean I would right. but also if it included actual products etc not wasn't just regardless I would pay 60 bucks, which is what Overwatch was initially, and ended up being cheap and mm-hmm. I ended up paying, I think, I paid 40 bucks for Overwatch. I think I've gotten $40 worth from Overwatch. You know, I've never put a dollar oh, in yeah, there, for you sure. know, and so I'll be, I'll be honest. It's not like I feel gypped at any point and I'm like, oh, damn, that was such a ripoff. But for some single-player games, it used to be, and that may be the problem where a lot of people have a misconception from, like, PlayStation 2 days or PlayStation, you know, PlayStation 2 Xbox days where it's like, oh, I spent $60 on a game that I beat in two days. Now they're far more involved, far more intricate, far longer. You can put a lot more time in. So, you know, it becomes like an art question. Like when you go to when you saw Avengers, right, what did you see it in? IMAX 3D? Uh, I started in. Yeah. So what was your ticket? Like 25 bucks? Dude, it's fucking yeah, expensive. Exactly. So yeah. you go and, and I look yeah. at it like that. So like when I went to see Black Panther, right? Like I bought I this time I saw Avengers, I saw two D matinee, paid like ten bucks. I was like, Boo, we out. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. It made the movie so much better. Just gonna get your quick fix. Like, yeah, just get your exactly, quick fix. But regardless, um so you, you, you would spend okay, say say you go with uh say you go with the lady friend, right? So you pay for two tickets, that's fifty bucks right there. And you get Wait, wait, so how does this relate to the I've talked about that. So then you go in for a three-hour experience, right? And you come out. You pay, like, $50 altogether for the the the, the, the theater, uh, popcorn, drinks, and tickets, right? So, like, a game, I have a hesitancy of being, like, $65 for a single-player campaign experience. I think the cost is the reason that people initially or for a large degree had decided to stop playing them because it wasn't worth the cost that you were putting in. That's how it connects to the movie. And that's how it connects. It tied in randomly, but it also speaks to that now, which is like, (laughs) you know, why, why other things become more popular. So like when multiplayer games where you have a infinite lifespan, which is what I'm sure Call of Duty people are thinking, which is with regards to Black Ops, there's more money to be made in multiplayer because there's more playability, replayability. Like, you know, why are you... I would agree with that more than your argument that single-player games are too expensive. I think it goes goes one and the same, which is like, yo, 65 bucks for a game that you're going to play for a week at tops is to me steep i could be wrong i don't know what the you say a week at top like a week tops normally single player campaigns range anywhere from 25 hours of like actual gameplay to let's go with 110 hours like the witcher of actual gameplay i don't know if you've actually uh oh i don't know what's going on with solo's life right here he's uh just throwing his phone around everywhere but (laughs) As a gaming fan, I've always 
thought about money in terms of video games and thought that certain consoles and certain not certain consoles uh certain ips were definitely worth the value yeah like god of war to me is was like i'm gonna go and i'm gonna buy god of war because i was like i I had red boxed it initially i paid 12 bucks for that but i was like i know i can't beat this game and really appreciate what it's trying to do in three days therefore there's no point in me trying to do this like this and that's why i I even asked you and one a trace i was like and that's why you're gonna you're gonna buy buy it it, yes yeah so it's like is this a game sort of worth owning and playing with and they're doing that really a lot with single player games i want to go back now that i got the ps4 and play fucking monster hunter world finally even though now i we know it's on both but like i don't know yeah monster hunter world in all fairness is definitely more centered around multiplayer it's designed to play with other people something i want to try out I was okay. Going back to single player like, campaigns, yes. I think the problem, your your topic, I I I can't really argue against the price. I think that is a factor for some individuals, especially for kids who don't have a lot of money. They're like, why would I pay for a game when I have Fortnite for free and I have this type of genre? And then if that's what you get used to, you get stuck in that mindset. I get it. I think the real issue is that single player games are fading because there are just so many fucking games coming out. The content pool is huge. And everyone is trying to get a piece of all these new pies and single player has been fading out because multiplayer ever since our internet and infrastructure and technology has gotten better has been at the forefront of what you can do in gaming. Everyone's always like, you want to be able to do it together. You want to be social. Think nat- They've pushed they, the they, multiplayer they aspect. Not God of War and God of War is sort of in the direction that Bioshock was pursuing in that they go for something that is a narrative and something dramatic and something that is larger than just a hack and slash game that it was traditionally. Right, so it's, they're going for a evo- story. Exactly. They're going for it. That, that evolution to me is now because of technological capabilities. And to a degree, I hope that for a, you're, we're going to see more of something like this because I don't think single player games were worth playing for a little bit. I, 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 I feel like there was a few that came through that were like, wow, that's really interesting. And I'm sure coming through, there'll be a few more, but for the most part i i don't know i just didn't think there's a wild amount of interesting single player games that come out in the past few can you can you name any off the top of your head that like sort of stand breath of the wild and 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 something like odyssey you know the the popularity of those single player games like that proves single player games as well doesn't it right no it definitely proves that it's viable those are developed by ips i'm i'm thinking i don't know I guess I'm coming at we're coming at from multiple angles. We're essentially like, why are the business doing it? Well, it's because there's more money in fucking microtransactions, as we have proved as with so Fortnite many of the statistics, proves. right? But right, but then uh, as a fan, I'm coming at it from the direction of I want single player campaigns. I think I was different than you, where I was I grew up on games that I only played solo, and then we got into Halo. Yeah, that was like all the but times that we weren't playing Halo together. Time. I was playing. <laughs> True. I was playing other games that were just single player based, and it makes me sad to think that these big companies that did push out great IP, that did push out awesome single player games, are thinking that there is no future in that. It sucks. What's good is that there, for as many big companies pushing 
no more single player campaigns, aka just EA right now and Activision and switching up Black Ops. Uh, there are other companies like Nintendo coming at coming back with IPs, and this smaller company they just made God of War, showing that it is viable. People still want it. The creative content, like it's worth the pursuit of that, and you will have dedicated fan base. If it's, to if do it's that. done, uh, if it's done right and, and, and properly and with care then definitively otherwise it becomes a sort of half-assed approach that isn't worth the money um and that that has a bit do you think it's gonna die single player games do you think it's gonna die yeah eventually or do you think there's always gonna be a place sort of like the way people thought books were gonna disappear because you got ebooks and kindle readers and like all this stuff it'll be like Hopefully they don't do what we're talking about with the, the sort of remakes as well, which is like, and now that God of War is big, they're going to try to reboot every other franchise in a new direction, you know? Instead of giving new content time to percolate up and become franchises of their own, beloved of their own. It, it It's interesting. I mean, I, I'm curious what the production costs of something like God of War were, you know? That, that it's got to be so be, incredibly it, expensive. It, but it's sort of like a movie. I feel like you, you compare that to something like Infinity War. Like, I'm sure they had a $300 million budget, but that's like Trump change because they know on the back end they're getting like $3 billion. They're going to make at least a billion. No, $3 billion right? maybe, you know, something in the billions in profit from the movie between right. movie and toys and all these tie-ins and shit. Right, I agree. I, I think... Yeah, I can agree but with regardless, that. Regardless, as it ties all ties to single player games, uh, I think what the hopefully we start seeing is is single player games that offer a multiplayer as well that they stick to that formula instead of trying to break it down. That's, and just, that's what's been selling, it. man. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I, I I'd buy a game where I, I enjoy the single player as much as the multiplayer because then it becomes functional in two ways. You know. Yep. And for those who think that single player is going away, just just look at Rockstar, yeah. okay? And think of the most successful piece of media of all time, that is GTA V. They came out with a single player that was touted as, like, a success in the video game world because of the varying viewpoints that you go through and just the, the gameplay that you had. And then what really made the money was the multiplayer that came out later, mm-hmm. right? You could do both. It proves that you could do both. People bought the game because of the single player. Yes, there was multiplayer at the time, but it wasn't half as fleshed out as it is now. And then they stayed because of the multiplayer environment. And yeah, I think you brought up a good point. That tried and true formula, maybe. I think that's what they should go to. Fuck EA for trying to ruin Call of Duty Black Ops. I'm upset with that. And Uh, fuck the entire gaming platform publishing industry for choosing business models that end up having fans have to debate whether there'll be a future for single-player campaign games uh, in a market that prefers uh, revenue models like Fortnite and and Candy Crush. But... (laughs) <laughs> candy Crush. Anyway, I don't know. Candy Crush came in, but it, fucking way. Candy yeah. Crush. I know. Candy Crush is always on. We kind of we didn't really have a isolated question there, so it was you and I yeah. sort of just reflecting on single player campaigns going through. But it'd be cool if anyone out listening had anything to say about the single player cam- campaign discussion that has been going on. Or the that we did not add, and, or that we completely yeah, forgot. That's pretty much, or that we completely got wrong, in yeah, your opinion. Exactly. Just whatever. Literally. 
Seriously. Hit us up. So there is there is that too. And we're we're friendly sometimes on Twitter. Regardless. Sometimes when we're well fed and well rested. Seriously. Which neither of us are at the moment. And never Boom. will be. Cha-chia. Anyway. Because we always want more. Always want more. Always hungry. To quote the great Tyrese in Fast and Furious 2. Ty- Tyrese Gibson. hungry. Yep. Anyway. That's all we got for you this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed yep. it. And we'll be back again next Wednesday. Yeah, we'll be back next, next Wednesday. Wednesday. Appreciate you tuning in. Talk to As you later. As always, enjoy your week. Late sirs.